friend, are you someone who has always felt a little bit awkward, trying to figure out where you fit or needing permission to put your true self out there? Maybe you're a stressed out mom looking to get your groove back. Well then, welcome to the Hopefully Awkward Podcast, and friend, you have finally found your place. My name is Farrah Weberg, and I'm a recovering 9-to-5-er turned creative entrepreneur who has struggled my whole life with finding my true place and purpose. I know exactly how it feels to be both too much and not enough, while trying not to lose yourself along the way. So I set out on a mission to relight my spark, learning day by day to embrace both the wonderful and the weird. You know, just keeping it real. Maybe you're finally ready too? Join me each week as we take a messy journey together towards joy and acceptance, and finding hope even when you feel like you don't quite fit in. Because in here, you do. I'm no expert, just an awkwardly overthinking mama making her way in this world, sharing openly about the lessons I've learned, the missteps I can't quite seem to avoid, as well as a dose of tips and inspiration from some wise and wonderful women. Our journey may not be perfect or shiny, but it's ours. So grab a cup of your favorite brew and pull up a cushion, my dear, and let's do this. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to the Hopefully Awkward Podcast, episode number one. I can't believe I'm saying that. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I am so thrilled to be here with all of you at the start of this journey, and it is honestly something that has been brewing in the back of my mind for some time, and I think it just took a few years of probably personal growth and just building the belief and confidence to get to this point, uh, being able to put all of that awkwardness I have within me out there on display sounds terrifying, but I don't know, kind of exciting, I think, to release, release those feelings that I once had about all of it. And hopefully in the process I can make you feel a little bit more connected and seen too, friend. So why am I doing this podcast? Well, I already kind of laid out part of it there, just that I want to be able to share my experiences, kind of where I've been and where I want to go along this journey with you to give you a place where you feel really seen and heard and that it's okay to be exactly as you are. I really want this podcast to be a platform that that lifts you up, gives you a little boost of confidence, maybe something to laugh at <laughs> when I share another awkward story, um, a place to learn from, uh, you know, whether it be a little anecdote I might share or some teachings of the brilliant women I will be featuring throughout the podcast. Um, mostly just a place that feels like home. That's really what I want to accomplish here for you, friend. So let me just kick off first so you understand who you are taking this journey with. Again, my name is Farrah Weberg. I am a somewhat dorky, (laughs) highly sensitive empath, creative, awkward in countless ways, and just uh, what I've learned, a pretty typical human being. You know, the things within me, some of them are unique and some of them are universal. And I think as I go through my story here, you will probably see little bits of yourself in it too. So to give you a background of me, who I am, I 
I have like a handful of traits that I feel like really kind of encompass the main gist of who I am and who I've become. The first would be HSP, which stands for highly sensitive person. So this is something you may be familiar with. Maybe you identify with that yourself, or maybe you're like, what the heck is that? <laughs> Basically, it's a trait that I have learned that I'm wired with a way um, of processing the world around me at a deeper level. And I'll give some examples of that later on, but you know, it's a, not a super common thing. I guess about 15 to 20% of people are considered HSP, but once a, you know, a few years ago, once I learned that that was a piece of who I am and I read all of the documentation on it, I was like, oh my gosh, that is me 100%. Moving on, I uh, consider myself an empath, you know, just definitely have that capacity for deep feeling and empathy. I can sense what people are thinking and feeling, but not saying those little subtleties. And sometimes it can get really overwhelming because then I'm constantly second guessing someone's intention by their words versus the vibe I'm getting from them. I'm also definitely an introvert. <laughs> Most people know an introvert, extrovert. Um, Basically, I get my batteries recharged by quiet alone time and I can get very overwhelmed and overstimulated and drained um, by being in situations where I'm surrounded by lots of people or out in crowds or just having to be on all the time. And there's definitely times where I can flow pretty well into being an ambivert or extrovert when the situation calls for it. And if I'm around small groups of people I'm close to, like friends or family, you know, I'm fine with that. And I really enjoy those close connections. But put me in a situation where I'm networking or making a bunch of small talk with a large group of people I don't know. And it's pretty much my nightmare. <laughs> Again, there's been many instances throughout my life so far where I've had to place myself in that situation. And I've learned how to navigate it. But then I definitely need to recharge afterwards. For quite a while. <laughs> I'm also a creative. Love music, art, film, writing, photography, uh, cooking, gardening. I don't know if that's considered creative, but I do love nature. love the outdoors. Um, I definitely, it's one of the ways I recharge is through my creative activities and spending time outside. I love just being in the quiet and the beauty. So all of these things combined, <laughs> you know, HSP, empath, introvert, creative, you lump them all together and that, you know, really combined has opened my eyes to what I truly am now. But prior to the last few years, it could make life feel really overwhelming and tricky to navigate and is a huge part of the reason why I have always my whole life felt awkward just always feeling different, uncertain, second-guessing every word or action, replaying every mistake through my head a million times afterwards, um, never feeling confident really in who I was and all the things that made me feel different, I viewed them as weaknesses, but now very much view them as strengths. And I'm really grateful that I've been able to get to this point. Certainly not done with my, my journey, Definitely very much still a work in progress, but where I am now versus a handful of years ago is pretty different. So growing up, 
you know, these things were very present, but they weren't really easy for me to define. People didn't talk about these things. I don't even know if HSP or empath were terms that were used when I was growing up. Um, you know, I had a really hard time with change, but yet I felt kind of restless because where I was and what I was doing and who I was with, you know, I never really felt like I could be true to myself, but then it was hard for me to really define and understand what that meant. I was very much a quiet and shy, very introverted kid. I very much hid my feelings and I just felt so awkward with who I was of being different, saying the wrong things. And I wish that I could be a little bit more fun and carefree, like I saw so many of my peers throughout school and, and growing up. Not saying that they didn't all have their insecurities or you know issues that they were dealing with, but I think they maybe did a better job of working through them or hiding them or not letting themselves get bogged down by them. And I envied that. I envied that, that ease when I was always stuck <laughs> feeling just so different. And just a lot of doubt, really, about who I was and how I pursued things. But in instead of seeing these traits of mine as a strength, I always felt like others were judging me for being different, which maybe was true at times, but I think most of it was really just in my head. And it was really during these formative years that I became a huge people pleaser. It just became my way of being accepted is doing what others wanted. So I would get that approval. I really became a chameleon. So I would adapt my, you know, my personality in situations based on the specific person I was with and what I sensed under the surface that they were wanting. And again, that's that that HSP empath kind of coming out. So as a young adult, I started going down a creative path. I thought I would be a graphic designer. My dream was to become a Disney animator. <laughs> um, spoiler alert, I never accomplished that. But um, I went to a local community college and I made lots of new friends. But I, during that time of pursuing my associate's degree, I realized that Graphic design was not what I thought it would be. I didn't want to be sitting, you know, in a desk all day long, being creative on command for someone else. It just felt like it took the joy out of it for me, the expressiveness. And honestly, I was at a point where I needed change. Even though I had always kind of feared change, I think I feared it because I didn't know if I could count on myself to navigate through it. And I was at a point finally where I was itching for that change and an adventure and some independence too, and really giving myself legs to figure out what was next for me and who I was on a deeper level. So I headed to Boston. I left the Midwest and I went to Boston. I thought, this is the place. I love history. I love architecture. I love, again, like I expressed, I love nature and the outdoors and it was just, it seemed like the perfect fit for me. So I got a job as an in-house nanny for a family out in an inner rank suburb of Boston. And through that, I made a few other nanny friends, some from other countries, but one in particular who became a lifelong friend of mine. We still 
are so dear to each other to this day. Unfortunately, we don't live in the same state now, but, you know, she's someone that really kind of helped me come a little bit more into my own during those years and has been such a loving support to me ever since. And I'm so grateful for her. But that year really gave me that chance to really kind of start exploring what I wanted and who I could be without the expectations of all the years of kind of molding myself into what I thought was acceptable. So after that year, I decided I was going to continue my education. I moved to Minnesota and continued on to complete my bachelor's degree, pursuing um, mass communications and film studies. Again, spoiler alert, I didn't end up pursuing either of those, <laughs> but they did help lay the groundwork for me um, for my next career move. While I was going to college, I also was working for a bookstore, and through that I was doing some very small community event management and that gave me enough experience combined with my degree where I got my first corporate job in event management for a nonprofit technical college and it was during that time then that I moved from where I was going to school to the Twin Cities and began that job which eventually after a couple of years I ended up shifting and getting a position at a law firm where I stayed for almost 10 years doing event management. Uh, during that same transition time, I was making um, a very dear group of friends that lived in the town where I went to, to college. And they were with me through everything and again, love them so much and so grateful for them. And I was, you know, doing some dating through college and stuff. I didn't really date in high school. Again, a lot of it was that confidence issue and just feeling really awkward <laughs> in who I was. And I'm sure that that came out in spades when I would <laughs> be around other people. But I, I like I said, the, the year in Boston did a lot for me. And so I was doing, you know, a decent amount of dating and stuff, going to college, but hadn't really found the perfect person. Well, once I started this new position in the Twin Cities, a dear friend of mine decided to set me up on a blind date with this guy she met at a coffee shop. <laughs> and long story short, I ended up marrying this guy. <laughs> uh, my husband's name is Jeff, and he is just amazing on so many levels. And he is worth at least his own full episode. So I will go into that much more at a, at a later time. But um, he just, my relationship with him has been like so eye-opening and so filled with love and acceptance. He is kind of the yin to my yang. <laughs> He's the extrovert to my introvert. And um, we've grown so much individually and together. And I'm just so grateful for him. And really his love and support is kind of what helped support me through that decade of working for the law firm. Um, going back to that event management career, it, I enjoyed parts of it because of the creativity, but it was so intensely depleting to me on countless levels, working in a corporate environment, um, being surrounded by busyness and people all the time was very draining for me. And it had nothing to do with those individuals. It was just where I got my energy from working events 
and being in that um, extroverted um, role and constantly like networking and making small talk and managing teams again I could do it I could do it well but it was depleting and it just got to a point where I knew that being in that type of role was doing me more harm than it was good and despite the love and support that I had with with Jeff and friends I knew it was time for me to make a change so I ended up leaving that position like I said about almost 10 years later, and went to a startup company that was national and had opened a Minnesota branch um, that focused on corporate events, but on a a smaller, more client-focused scale. And a few months after I took that position, the company laid off 75% of their workforce nationwide, and I found myself laid off and unemployed for the first time in my life. I had supported myself through college, Um, partly even in high school, um, working full-time, and that was all I knew. (laughs) I had always worked through all through my education, and I should preface that with saying I didn't work as a teenager because my parents forced me to. (laughs) It was by choice, but, you know, I didn't know what to do with myself. It felt, you know, being laid off, even though it had nothing to do with my job performance. It was a company decision that was made to lay everyone off but I felt like I had failed and it really was a knock to my confidence so I I found myself kind of floundering for a while I had started doing some health coaching kind of on the side and I thought I would continue with that and then in the midst of everything um, I ended up losing my dad to cancer which again I will elaborate more on that in a different episode, but it kind of just brought things to a standstill and was kind of my come to Jesus moment where I really needed to figure out where I needed to be. And so I tried a couple other businesses. I ended coaching and really started to focus a lot on personal development and learning more at the root level of who I was. And that's when I discovered what an HSP was what an empath was and how heavily I identified with both and how that really didn't only affect my relationships and how I interacted with the people in my life, but it affected what I wanted to pursue professionally and the environment that was best for me and the most healthy. And so that led me to kind of start making some changes in my life. Um, Not only did I focus a lot on personal development on a mental scale, but also focus more on natural wellness, like finding ways to really, I guess, kind of heal, heal my body and my mind, make myself feel more balanced. I realized at that point I suffer from anxiety, which I think I knew for quite a long time, but I wasn't willing to really accept it and voice it. But I do now without any shame and started you know, taking a medication for that and really just working as a whole to be more balanced. I'm also a very lucky mother of two beautiful children who are ages 13 and 11. And I really, in doing all of this to better myself, I also really wanted to just provide the best example for my kids that I could and to be the best mom for them that I could. So it really became my mission in life. And I knew that that meant finding something new on a business scale too. So I started down 
the path more of entrepreneurialism. I knew I wanted to work for myself. I knew I wanted to work from home. And at the start of the pandemic, I opened my first online boutique. And I will, um, again, talk more in later episodes about, about those businesses. But I opened my second one this past fall, both online based. And it has been really fun. It's a way for me to express my creativity. As I said, it's a really important thing to me. But just being able to have the flexibility to work from home has been huge. Um, being free with my time, you know, obviously there's pros and cons to being an entrepreneur and how you earn your money and, and what that could mean for your daily life. It could throw things a little off kilter and more untraditional hours, but it also has really given me more peace of mind and more balance and feeling calmer, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not perfect every day, for sure. <laughs> there are days where I'm very high stress and struggling and anxiety kind of takes hold, but giving myself this type of work environment has made such a huge difference. You know, I feel like where I've been able to arrive in the last few years, especially just feeling more fulfilled and really starting to understand myself on a deeper level and what I need for myself it's it's really helped me to realize I have a higher purpose you know I yes I have my businesses but there's more that I want to do and to be able to help others and again that's what brought me full circle to this podcast I wanted to have this platform and this community to be able to share more of what makes me different in order to make you feel seen and to create connection with a larger community. I wanted to share ways to find hope and joy and acceptance and in who I am and who you are and really be able to grow from that. And I wanted to be able to share some of the you know, experiences and tips that I have learned throughout the process or things I'm currently trying that aren't working and hopefully some of the expertise from just some amazing women in my life who have so much to offer with their own experiences and the passions that they pursue. I think that they will bring a lot of value to your lives as well. But, you know, mostly I just, I want to be able to enable you to find acceptance for who you are, to embrace what makes each of us different and unique to understand that we all feel awkward at times. And this has taken me a long time to realize this, but we all have our times and our, and our, our seasons of feeling off and awkward and different, but we're not alone in it. You know, to really be able to give and receive empathy and sensitivity from others and to be able to love and care for ourselves enough that we can learn how to say yes to the things that are good for us and no to the things that don't serve us and being okay with that, not feeling the need to be a people pleaser. And I want us to be able to really open our hearts to feeling hope and possibility and what lies ahead for each of us. You know, we all have our gifts to offer the world and we all deserve to be happy we all deserve to feel hopeful. 
And it's okay. <laughs> it is okay that we all feel a little bit awkward. So I want to thank you all for being here today. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my backstory of where I've been. And hopefully the journey that we're going to be on sounds like something you want to be a part of. I really would love it if you would take the time to follow the podcast or share with someone else you think would benefit from it. But I'm really excited, friends. Uh, I promise every episode is not going to be <laughs> is not going to be heavy. Some will be very lighthearted and fun. Some will make you laugh, I hope. And there's definitely going to be a lot of moments of, of personal growth and uplifting moments that I hope you get a lot out of. So thank you so much for being here, friend. Take care. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you love today's chat, please make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Also, can you help a girl out and leave a review? Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps me to connect and make the show more of what you need. Also, please feel free to share with anyone in your life who you think needs to hear this message too. I can't wait to chat with you again soon. And in the meantime, keep it real, hopeful, and awkward, my friend.